Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And Kelly just hit me in the knee. <laughs> just my elbow. <laughs> Sorry, this episode is a little bit late. Uh, last weekend was Christmas, and next weekend is New Year's, and Kelly went to Kentucky for a day and completely forgot that this is something we do once a week. Yeah, it definitely threw off the schedule. I mean, be ha- glad that you're getting one. This is a busy week. We have two holidays going on. You're welcome. It's, yeah, a lot of podcasts have taken a break, but not us. We're dedicated to the grind. (laughs) The grind never stops for us. Uh, This week we watched Upside Down Magic. I almost said Practical Magic. (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? I almost said Practical. We did not watch Practical Magic, sadly. We watched Upside Down Magic. Yeah, this came out July 31st, 2020. Yeah. The year 2020 is just, ugh. It's a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather not go back. Um, This movie, obviously, it stars a bunch of children who've never really been in anything, and if they have, I didn't care about it enough to write it down. Um, I did recognize some of the adults. Uh, There's Kyle Howard, who plays Scriff, and every time I see him, so he's been in, like, one episode of a bunch of stuff, like, he was in a couple episodes of What I Like About You, uh, whenever I rewatched it a few months ago, but I've seen him a bunch, and every time I see him, I don't know why I remember this movie so vividly. He was in Holiday in Handcuffs, the ABC Family movie, where <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart kidnaps Mario Lopez at gunpoint to be her holiday date to her family Christmas, <laughs> and then they end up falling in love. Spoiler alert. <laughs> And he played Melissa Joan Hart's gay brother. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's just like an unhinged Hallmark movie. <laughs> but it was ABC Family, so it was unhinged. I know. That's why it's funny. <laughs> I don't know why. I watched that movie at least twice. <laughs> so your favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it. Where Mario Lopez gets Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> And for some reason, in the first scene, Melissa Joan Hart has this giant, like, perm. I don't know why, but there's this, but then she, like, kidnaps Mario Lopez at gunpoint, and they're, like, in the car, and she, like, the gun accidentally goes off. <laughs> did she shoot him? I can't remember. I don't think so, but she almost did. And he was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> I love almost getting no. shot when I'm being kidnapped. He was really mad at first, but then she, like, ice skated for him, and he was like, Wow. <laughs> I love when people ice skate for me after kidnapping and almost shooting me. <laughs> Maybe we should review that movie. One of these. Well, I was just thinking, listen, ABC Family made the most unhinged movies, but they're entertaining. I was thinking about Beauty and the Briefcase, and I always think about oh, the scene. I love Hillary Duff. Yes, there's a scene where she's talking about um, fake nails and the ones that are like, I, I forget what they call the shape. I think she calls it butterfly for some reason, but they don't look like butterflies. But she's like, oh, like, those are tacky. And I was like, oh, those are tacky. I had never had them, but I was like, Hillary Duff said they're tacky, so they're tacky. Do you remember Picture This with Ashley Tidsdale? I know what the thing looks like, and I know that I've seen it, but I don't know the plot at all. No, she was, like, a really, really rich loser. I think they, like, go on a scavenger hunt, kind of. There's a dance at the end. I only remember it because I was at my friend's house and her sister beforehand was watching the latest episode of The Secret Life of the American Teenager, and that was, like, that was, like, the episode whenever Amy told her mom that she was pregnant. Ooh. (laughs) And I was like, I've never seen this show. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, they made a bunch of movies. I've seen so many of them because, okay, back in the day. Oh my god, day, do you remember Revenge of the Bridesmaids? I loved that movie. No, that's a good one. That still stands up. I haven't seen it in years, so maybe it doesn't, I feel, but. I feel like I watched it recently in the past few years. Yeah, but back in the day, like when I was in high school, like 2011, 2012-ish time, Netflix didn't have as much as it does now. Mm-hmm. They didn't have like any of their Revenge original Revenge of the Bridesmaids was the first movie I ever watched on, I mean, like I'd already yeah. seen it, but I was like, oh, I remember this movie. I'll yeah. watch it. Yeah, so all of like the ABC Family original movies were on Netflix because it was like one of the things that were on there. So mm-hmm. I was like, these are fine. I guess I'll watch these. So I feel like I've seen like all of them. <laughs> Haven't seen Holiday in Handcuffs, I don't think though. Oh, it's a classic. Not a big holiday movie person, so. There's also one where Christina Milian gets trapped in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> I I remember that. I purposely didn't watch it. The only thing I remember is that she tr- she tried to seduce one of the like they were technically people, but they were also like snow globe people. And she tried to seduce one, but I don't think he knew what sex was because <laughs> he lived in a snow globe. <laughs> anyway, I like that they can be more risque than Hallmark movies. <laughs> Um, this movie also has Vicki Lewis, who we saw in Den Brother. I know her as the, like, Hollywood teacher for the kids in Sunny with a Chance. I think I mentioned this before, but she did. <laughs> There's, like, one episode, I barely remember it. But she did her own version of 12 Angry Men, and it's just her in 12 different costumes going, <laughs> I'm so angry! I think you did mention that last time we talked about Sunny with a Chance. <laughs> Top tier humor. <laughs> See, that's reminiscent of the Amanda show of Blockblister. Blockblister <laughs> was on another level that we as a society will never reach again. Like, I, uh, all the other, like, skits on the show get a lot of love, and I don't think Blockbuster Blockbuster was enough. so good. <laughs> We made it better. Much better. <laughs> if you don't know, Block, it was this show, it was run by, a, like, this foreign family. They have unrecognizable accents. Um, and you think, and all these people come in to return these movies that they thought they were getting. They thought they were getting <laughs> Titanic, but instead, it's like a terrible homemade ripoff made by this family. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 you know ask for Titanic. You ask for Skytanic! And then it's just, like, the three of them, and they're like, eh, I'm on a ship in the sky! And they're like, it's so cold in the water! <laughs> they're really funny. Anyway, Highly recommend. Look them up. Look them up. They're good. <laughs> so we should get to the movie. Yeah, sorry, after all of We're that. We're talking about better things than this movie. And, and listen, this is gonna take, like, 20 minutes to get through, maybe, so we're just giving you some extra content, some extra chit-chat, you know? <laughs> some better things to think about. Yeah. They were based on books, but I I didn't care enough to look up the differences between the books this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we st- we begin with Nori telling us her mom is dead. Shocker. <laughs> Yeah, Disney movies can't have two living parents. Um, and she is magic and can turn into animals. She, okay, she says, she's like, my mom always said that. Everyone has their special something. And I didn't know what my something was till I could, I realized I could use magic to turn into animals. Not everyone's gotta have a special something. Sometimes your special something is just being yourself. Well, yeah. Being she, a cool kid. Well, at the beginning, I liked how she's talking about, like, everyone has their special thing. Like, some people it's sports, some people it's art, some people it's music, like, whatever. Because that was very, I thought she was gonna be like, I don't know what my special thing is. And then yeah. it was like gonna she was gonna find magic because I related to that as a kid like I was never yeah. good enough at sports or anything yeah. else where I was just like I don't know I would never like 
people asked you, like, what you liked, it was, like, sort of, like, your defining personality. But I was like, I don't think I'm good enough at sports to make it my personality. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, like, I was okay, but everyone in my class was better than me. Yeah. But also, you can like a thing and not be good and at not, it. You don't, yeah. you don't have to be not good at it. Not make it your identity. But you could just no. like things casually. But also, you can like something and not be good at it. Like, you right. could be like, I like soccer, even though I am not the number one star player. I didn't know that as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, so Nori is, we don't know how or why, but she can use magic to turn into animals. She is about to attend Sage Academy to hone her powers, and she's going with her best friend, Reyna. Reyna is also magic, and she can, like, make fire happen from her hands. I have so many questions. How is it possible that her friend from, like, whatever town she's from also just happens to be magical? They never are magical. It drives me crazy. They never explain, is magic a secret? Or is this something that they have to keep secret? I feel like it is. In most magical universes, like, obviously I'm going to draw to Harry Potter in this. Because it's it's most basic. uh, Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's definitely comparisons you can make to it. Exactly. Uh, And that, it had to be kept, there were magical laws about it. You had to keep it secret. Yeah. But they never mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to know, too, like, so we we learned that mom was magic, because we talk about a little bit that she was scared to go to school, too. But we don't, dad, we don't know what she was, though. We don't know what her magical powers were. Yeah. We're assuming that dad isn't magical. So, I guess, like, inter-magical relationships are allowed. Also, is she only, like, is it, like, a half-blood situation? Like, what, I... I have a lot of questions. Yeah, where does Reyna's magic come from? They don't do... I don't know what they do in the books. We don't even get to meet Reyna's parents. No, I don't know what they do in the books, but there is absolutely no world building going on here, and if you're gonna build a world, I want rules. Yeah. <laughs> We've so about- we can call out your plot holes. <laughs> We've talked about this before. <laughs> Listen, we need to know the rules. And you can't just go back and add in rules, JK Rowling. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so her best friend is going with her, too. Uh, Reyna is her best friend. She's nervous that she won't be good enough at school. And Nori's like, show off your sparkle fireball. She's, like, vlogging this right now on a phone. Nori, okay, Nori, I feel like, is a representation of, like, all protagonist child characters nowadays, where they are just so overly excited and, like, girl bossy. That's because that's what adults think children like. Yeah. And they're always vlogging. They're always vlogging. Listen, (laughs) I don't think children's really watch vlogs that much. I, I, I feel like there was a period of time, maybe, where they did, but I don't think it's 2020. It's not. It was they 2012. Watch like, they watch, like, stupid prank videos that creepy adults make for children. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, my nephew watches trick shots. But, yeah, Nori's, uh, like, um, uh, complimenting of Reyna is so, like, over the top. It's like, you are amazing fire wizard, and you're gonna be the best at Sage Academy. <laughs> it's very annoying. <laughs> They're trying to make her, like, Leslie Nope, but it's not. But y- you can't do it like <laughs> Amy does. <laughs> That's well, also, she's a child. Endearing, slightly annoying, but in a good way. <laughs> That's comical. <laughs> yeah, so after Reyna shows off her sparkle fireball, she's like, okay, it's your turn, Nori. So Nori turns into a beaver kangaroo kitten and after she turns back she's like I wish I had more control of my magic and Raina's like isn't that the whole point of us going to school to like get control of our magic which you would think it is wouldn't you (laughs) but we'll learn more about that when we get to school yeah it turns out anytime Nori turns into an animal it's not just one animal it's a combination of a cat and something else because the cat is always in there because the first time she turned into an animal it was a cat so 
Also, Nori's, um, like, transformation sequence is very weird. Like, we always get, like, a close-up of, like, whiskers growing out of her face. And then, like, the space in between her the nose pros- and the prosthetic. Her lip, like, <laughs> like, enlarges. Yeah, they like, put that prosthetic <laughs> on, like, the one from the Jen and Julian video. But then that's, <laughs> that's all we see. Because then, like, snap, she's a cat dragon. <laughs> I think they thought that would be impressive. Like, kids would be like, whoa. But obviously it's we're not It's kind of weird kids, and kind of creepy. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, we cut to a group of magic kids waiting at the bus stop to go to school. Um, a man, Scriff, appears out of the woods. Well, this is where she, Nori has a conversation with her dad, and dad was like, oh yeah, mom was nervous before she went to Sage Academy too, but like, it's all good, and you just need to believe in yourself. So Nori's like, I believe in myself, this is great. That's when Scriff arrives. (laughs) Yeah. We don't learn his name for so fucking long. He never (laughs) is like... Hi, I'm Scriff or anything. All these parents are just fine with their kids going off yeah. this random white <laughs> man into the forest. <laughs> yeah, wearing the leggings just, and cargo pa- all cargo the shorts. Just send their children off with an adult man who didn't even introduce woods. himself. A white man? No, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. They all think they're waiting for a bus stop, but they're actually going to get led to certain death. Yeah, just kidding. They don't yeah. die in this movie. They don't. Uh, it probably would have been better though. <laughs> Can you imagine, like? Griff kills them all the end. <laughs> that would have been shorter. Um, so Nori approaches this uh, kid in a hood. Nori's like, we're going to make so many friends here. Just watch. Uh, so Nori tries to talk to this kid in a hood. He ignores her rightfully. Um, they approach this sort of like entryway made of sticks. And it turns out it's actually a portal uh, to Sage Academy. Um, Raina, For some reason, Reyna and Nori have to be the first ones to go through. Like, they're like, oh, I'm kind of nervous They for talk this. for a good minute. Yeah, and, and everyone else is just standing there. there, like, waiting and watching. And so they're like, we can do this together. And they grab hands and go through the portal, and everyone just follows immediately after them. Yeah. Could you imagine? I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, move out of the way. I am always annoyed. <laughs> do you know how? I'm so glad I don't have to, like, walk on campus anymore where there's sidewalks and people and they're slow and they just take up the whole space. <laughs> Very inconsiderate. Like, I know you're having a friend moment, but go to the back for the friend moment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or walk faster. (laughs) The whole world needs to walk faster. Yeah. So they Um, go through the portal, they end up at Sage Academy, and everything is green and beautiful and magic is all over the place. Phones don't work here, which I'm kind of glad about that we don't have to have that in this plot. Yeah, but also- it would have been really annoying. Also, that's kind of sketchy, because how are they going to contact their parents? (laughs) What if this is a bad magical school? Maybe they've got pay phones, and those are the only- (laughs) It only works with a landline. Maybe. Um, the headmaster welcomes all the students to orientation. Yeah, it turns Ms. out this entire school is made of only new students. Because, like, we see other students there, but, like, we never see them again. They're <laughs> we only there. See, like, we're the freshman probably class. focusing on the freshmen. Yeah, so there are five schools based on the five types of magic that everyone has. There are fuzzies. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. <laughs> they knew. Who can communicate with animals. Flickers. Who can summon objects with the flick of a hand. Okay, I get why they did that, but that is very confusing. Yeah! Because the other one is Flare! Yeah, yeah, they call him Flare. I, I feel like they could have done anything else. Yeah. <laughs> like, Flicker makes a lot more sense for fire, but yeah, whatever. Flare Go off. is what Reyna is, who harnesses fire. Flyers fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and flexors transform into animals. They couldn't have been formers? Yeah, I... Yeah. It's really annoying. Nori decides to tell everyone immediately. She's like, Fluxer. I'm I'm a Fluxer. That's me. That's me. And Miss 
uh, Night Slinger is her name. I'm gonna call her Miss K for the rest of this. It's oh, just like, I just called her Headmaster because I didn't know what her name was. Yeah, she's just like, okay, shut up. And Which I don't blame like, her for. Yeah, everyone else is also like, okay. Like, shut up. Yeah, you're annoying. <laughs> like, stupid freshmen. Yeah, so she's like, okay, everyone has to take a test to see if they qualify for honors classes or not. So now we get a sky-high type scene. Not as good. No, obviously. Um, so the flares for their test, they must light a candle from six feet away. Uh, this kid named Elliot fails because he can only produce smoke. He can't produce actual fire. Yeah, and so the headmistress is like, oh, it's our first lost cause of the day to his face. God damn. <laughs> um, we see Raina is successful. She lights a candle with her pinky finger. Um, the fuzzies must ask a dog questions and provide the correct answers that the dog gives to them. Um, Flickers must summon a vase from six feet away to their hand. Pepper, however, uh, pushes the vase the other way and it breaks against a wall. It looks Um, like she does this on purpose, but turns out she didn't. No. And flyers must go three feet in the air for 30 seconds and land safely. Andres, the kid with the hood, turns out that he wears a backpack with bricks because if he doesn't, he will just shoot straight up into the air and he can't come down. Um, yeah, so they have to get Scriff to come in with a ladder and help him down. Like, no one can, like, help him down with magic. Yeah. I would, like, this magical world is not very fun. These are their only powers. They can't yeah. do spells or anything. No. These that's, are not very useful powers. That's their only options, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very fun. It's very, like, divergent-y. It's Another. Just not, <laughs> not as fun. Um, yeah, well, because, like, the, the Hogwarts houses, it's, they're, you're divided based on who you are, like, as a person, not on, like, the type of magic you do. Yeah, and, like, this is so limiting. Like, that's the only magic there is at all. Right, there's, you could have gone, you could have taken this world so many places, but you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, I, but the only comparisons I have for it are Sky High, which will come in multiple times, <laughs> and, uh, Harry Potter, obviously. Um, yeah, and so Fluxers must transform into a cat and hold it for six seconds. Uh, Nori transforms into a cat, but the cat grows wings and other animal parts, so she, Yeah, she, like, turns into a cat dragon. Um, so all the kids get their assignments. You can either be, like, honors or basic. Um, so Reyna is an honors flayer, but Nori, her... Uh, assignment says UDM. I thought UDM was gonna stand for You Don't Matter. I don't know <laughs> why. You didn't I, know the movie was called Upside Down Magic? I did, but I didn't put it together, and I was like, damn, that's so fucking harsh. Uh, yeah, so everyone in Honors or Basic goes to get their uniforms, except for the UDMs. Nori follows this, like, weird path into the forest to doors to an underground bunker. Um, so the other kids who failed their tests are also there. Yeah, um, Pepper... Elliot and Andres. Yeah, they're led by Scriff. Um, It turns out that, yes, UDM stands for Upside-Down Magic, which is wonky or weird, um, and it can't really be fixed. Um, Nori at first is like, I don't belong here, and they're like, yeah, you do. We heard you fucked it up, too. Yeah, it goes on for, like, five minutes. She's like, excuse me, I don't belong here. And again, they're all like, shut up! Yeah, (laughs) Nori, Nori is sad about this, and she's like, well, maybe we can fix it. Like, maybe we can learn more and be able to do better and just go to regular school. And she's like... Uh, oh, that's whenever Scriff tells them, oh, also, you can't study magic. You're just going to do, like, regular regular school down here. Like, math and yeah. history. Yeah, so Nori's like, why can't we study magic? And that's whenever the headmistress comes in and says that their magic is wrong and that they're unteachable. unteachable. They have to sit and wait for their magic to disappear, giving very much Umbridge vibes. Yeah, they, they're basically like, if you don't, like, use your magic, it'll just eventually go away. Yeah, it's very fucked up. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so there's a lot of social parallels we could draw <laughs> that I just don't have the energy you for. You get it. You get it. It's not good. Uh, it turns out UDMs used to be treated like other students until 1939 with a student named Reginald Roberts. He was a flare, but he could only produce fire through farts. Ha 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 ha. Um, he was taken over by shadow magic, and shadow magic is a dark type of magic that targets UDMs as their hosts. They can't operate without a human host. Um, Nori hears this, and she's determined to fix her magic and fit in with everyone else. Yeah, uh, also, the headmistress calls them cracked fruit, yells at them additionally. She's like, stay in here, don't do any magic. Like, so mean. I don't understand and why they couldn't just, like, kick them out. Yeah, why not just send them home? Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess they have they have no way to sh- know that they aren't doing magic, so they don't have their UDM powers still. I mean, does every magic kid go to this school? That's another thing. What if thing? you can't afford it? There are other schools, because, like, everyone here is American. We don't hear any other accents. We don't hear any other languages. Yeah. So what about the other countries? What if you go to a different school? I'm sure they don't do this to the UDM kids everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. It's messed up. Um, so Reyna is in her honors class, um, and the teacher says that on Founders, or before Founders Day, the top two students of each class will compete in something called a sage match, and the winner will then perform in the Founders Day presentation where all alumni are welcomed back. Um, the teacher calls on... Reyna during class. Oh. She calls her down to pop popcorn with her hand. And at first she's, like, doing a really good job. But then this kid in the back, like, makes a noise or, like, scoffs scoffs or something. And so she burns the popcorn. And the teacher's like, what do you have to say for yourself? And Reyna's like, sorry, it's my first day. I was nervous. And she's like, you don't have many first days. Like, she's so mean (laughs) for no reason, once again. I'd also like to point out that, like, all the flares wear red. All, and then there's, like blue, orange, yellow, and purple. Yeah. And I just want to say, I would hate if I was a magic person and then I'd have to wear, like, orange for the rest of my four years <laughs> of high school. They like, have that six was years. my color. That was the other thing. They have six years here. So what's, oh. what's going on here? I guess they're in middle school now. Again, trying to make it, like, Harry Potter, but, like, a little different. Mm. Um... Yeah, so the UDM. Oh, but also during this class, we see this, like, girl looking in the window and kind of, like, looking at Reyna, but we don't get much explanation on this until later. Yeah, so the UDMs are assigned to sweep the sidewalks on campus. That's child labor. And does it make any sense? Like, why sweep? There's just, also, there's no leaves there. It's just something to Like, get, why can't they use magic? Give them to do something. I don't um, know. Nori uh, comes across a flexing class and hears about the sage match. So she starts taking notes, um, but she needs to get up close to the cat that the teacher holds up that they're supposed to turn into. So she approaches the class and just, like, takes the cat from the teacher. Yeah, the teacher's saying no as she's handing her the cat. Yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know, as she's, like, inspecting it, she turns into another creature. It's, like, an elephant bird cat thing. And everyone freaks out until Scriff comes over and, like, kind of calms her down and gets her into her human form. Um, the other UDMs are there, and then Scriff starts yelling at her and is like, okay, we'll handle this. So back in the little bunker, he's like, hey, I'm trying to protect you and you can't do shit like that. Like, it's not good. But go off to lunch now. Yeah, like, you're going to cause me to lose my job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Nori goes to sit by the UDMs at lunch. Um, Andres tells Nori that he thought her animal combination was really cool. Um, Nori reveals this drawing of a cat 
and now she's going to study it, and she's going to get better so she can be a cat and not a combination of a cat. Um, Reyna gets up because she sees Nori, and she's about to approach the UDM table, but her teacher yells at her, and she must sit with the flares only. Um, Nori tells uh, all the other UDMs that she's going to the Sage Match to prove that UDMs can be taught. Yeah, um, Andres believes in her. Uh, the other kids are doubtful. Yeah, so back in uh, Flare class, Reyna's asked to pop popcorn again, and she does it, but it's hard? I don't know what sort of popcorn heat level that would require to make popcorn hard. Yeah, it's not burnt, but it's yeah, hard. Yeah, it's hard. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, so the teacher's like, you're not as good as we thought you were. You're only second best. Yeah, once again, just in the <laughs> middle of class, is like, fuck you, kid. Yeah, so uh, outside the classroom, Reyna meets Chandra. Sh- Chandra. Chandra. And Chandra offers to help with her magic. Um, Reyna and Nori meet up outside, and they don't tell each other the truth about how both of them are struggling. Yeah, they're both like, oh yeah, I'm doing great, awesome, having a good time, and then they just leave. Yeah, uh, late in the library, this book on shadow magic falls in front of Reyna. She tries to put it back, but it appears by her again, and we see that it's, uh, Chandra, Chandra secretly trying to get her to look at it. Reyna, like, runs away, not picking up the book. Yeah. Um... Nori, oh, we cut to Nori practicing with the help of her UDMs. She's getting better, but she's not there yet. Um, Yeah, but she's still, like, celebrating the small victory, and she's like, I promise I'm gonna crash the Sage match, and I'm gonna prove that we deserve to be taught. Yeah, uh, in her dorm, Reyna is practicing popping popcorn. She looks out her window, and she sees Nori uh, laughing with the UDMs, and she thinks that Nori is just thriving without her. So she feels very down and insecure about herself. We already knew she was an insecure person to begin with, and without Nori there constantly, like, cheering her up, it just makes it even worse. Yeah, so the shadow book appears again on her bed, and it flips open to a page called Manifesting Your Untapped Power, and all of a sudden this power, like, circles around her and just, like, black smoke. Yeah, just, like, goes into her. She never was like, oh, yeah, like, let's, she'll just, like, look at it. Yeah, (laughs) she didn't even open the book herself. Like, it flipped open to that page. She was like, oh, yeah, let's, let's do this. Yeah. No, it just entered her. Listen, (laughs) I believe in possession, and I was taught in Catholic school that you cannot be possessed if you do not invite that energy into your life, if you do not play with Ouija boards. That's why you don't play with Ouija boards. That's why you don't, you don't allow it into your life, and then it can't possess you. Um, I took a horror movie class in college, and I got made fun of because <laughs> we watched The Exorcist in class, and, like, part of part, uh, your grade was talking in class, so, you know, I had to calculate when I was going to do that. So, um, I mentioned something about how I was like, well, why did this demon possess this little girl? And I was like, oh, well, she was playing with a Ouija board, like, duh. And my teacher was like, oh, right, because that automatically equals possession. And I'm like... Yeah! <laughs> they made it very clear that if you open yourself up to those spirits, then they can get in. But if you don't, you're safe. So just don't do it. In just dr- don't let them in. Yeah. Say, I don't want you around here. <laughs> Say, back away, devil. No, no, no. This is my no-no square. My entire being. My name is, no. The sign is, <laughs> Megan Trainer was actually talking about demons. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just saying, I don't think Reyna deserved this. She did not, no. she did not, not the people who she, play with Ouija boards deserve <laughs> to be possessed, but I'm just saying, don't do I it. I would say it's also a thing where, like, Dracula can't enter your house unless you invite him in. Yeah. <laughs> like, he literally cannot cross the threshold. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, we cut to the stage match. Uh, Nori is not in UDM class, and the UDMs re- reluctantly tell Scriff 
and follow him to the match. Um, it's Philip, the kid who's got, who is like the first in cla- in the flare class versus Reyna, and they must each pop popcorn. So Reyna's shadow magic comes in and helps her pop popcorn in like a second to perfect uh, uh, consistency. Consistency. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to describe. Yeah, that. yeah. So I was like, the weirdest part too is that the teacher has to eat a piece of the popcorn. So she like picks a specific piece and eats it, and is like, this is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, not butter popcorn either, it's plain popcorn. <laughs> yeah. So Raina wins that challenge, and then, uh, as they're about to, like, invite the next people up, Nori bursts in, and she's like, wait a minute, the UDMs deserve a second chance, look at me, I can prove you wrong, and she's like, first I'll ask for your permission, and the headmistress is like, no, and she's like, second, I will not ask for your permission. So she tries to turn into just a kitten again, and she does it for four seconds, but after that time, her wings sprout again, and, and she, she becomes, like, the dragon kitten she's like again. A, no, she's like a flying boar. Yeah. Like oh, huge. yeah, yeah, There's, like, a pig in there, too. Um, <coughs> Raina, All the children are scared. Yeah. Reyna tries to calm Nori down. She's like, oh, I'll do the sparkle fireball. It's her favorite. She loves it. So she tries to do it, but her little spark of magic tur- gets out of control uh, because of her shadow magic. Um, Nori, uh, Scriff is eventually able to calm her down, uh, or Nori gets everyone in trouble, including Scriff, and the UDMs are banned from Founders Day. Yeah. Uh, back in the classroom, everyone is mad at Nori, because they all were just living with disappointment, and she got everyone's hopes up and failed. Yeah. So Um, now they're all upset at her, and she starts apologizing. She's like, you're right, I shouldn't have done that. Like, it was stupid for me to think that I could use my powers and become something better. And that's when Scriff interrupts, and he's like, we're going outside. So he takes them all outside, and he's like, Nori was apologizing, but I think I should be the one apologizing. Like, I just did what they said because I was afraid to lose my job, but I don't believe what they're saying. Like, your guys' powers are great, and you should be able to develop them, and I'm going to teach you how to do that. like, and I, I never thought this until Nori. Yeah, good you job, have Nori. Inspired. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, I'm going to teach you, and they're all like, what qualifications do you have, sir? And that's when he starts singing. I thought this was going to turn into a musical, like, an hour into it. And I was like, oh, my fucking God, no. Please, no. <laughs> Luckily, his his upside-down magic is that he can communicate with animals, but only through song. So he's a Disney princess, essentially. Yeah, I looked so hard, because I'm like, there's no way that this is this guy's real singing voice. It sounds like a, like, country singer, almost sort of like an Andy Grammer, like, Gavin DeGraw type. <laughs> now, like, did they, like, tap a, like, famous person for this? But there's no information anywhere that says who is the singing voice. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so... Oh, and if you were wondering, you were like, oh, there were four students, uh... Uh, representing flyers, flexors, flares, flickers, and you're like, where's the fuzzy? It was Scriff all along. <laughs> but also, I don't understand why the school isn't more mad at him, because that means, because they, they stopped allowing, they started UDMs after 1939, right? So whenever he went there, he still had his powers, so he didn't follow the rules. Uh, he said he practiced magic on the down low without anyone knowing, because he came to Sage as an orphan, and then he felt like he didn't have any other choice whenever they offered him the role of groundskeeper and UDM teacher. Oh yeah, I guess I don't know that he... No. Yeah, got it. Um, on the way back, uh, Nori confesses to Andres that she noticed Reyna's magic was, like, weirdly intense, so Nori decides to go talk to Reyna. 
Um, Reyna enters her dorm to find Chandra with the Shadow Magic book. Um, Reyna's angry at her because she almost hurt Nori, and she kicks Chandra out, who's still holding the book. But whenever Reyna turns around, the book is back on her desk. Um, Nori knocks on Reyna's door, but Reyna shoves her off because she doesn't want Nori to see the book in her room. Yeah. Um, on... So, we cut to Scriff teaching yeah. counter-curriculum for the UDMs, which includes meditation and yoga to help them, uh, harness their magic that's a little bit more out of whack than the others. Um, Elliot is going to control his smoke, that's his goal. Pepper is going to push things away when she wants, she's going to harness that. Nori is going to choose her animal combinations, and, um... Andres is going to reach a stopping point at high speed because whenever he takes the bricks off of his back, he shoots straight up, but he's never tried to see how high he can actually go. Yeah, his mom's convinced him he'll just go to space, so he's never tried to go as high as he can. Yes, but he does reach a stopping point, and then we get this montage of, like, power harnessing and everyone bonding. And yeah, everyone's practicing and doing their stuff and good stuff. Um, Chandra approaches Reyna outside, uh, where all the other flares are hanging out. Um, she tries to convince her to team up and have, like, unlimited power. Reyna yells at her, attracting attention from other students, and that's when we learn that the other students don't see Chandra, only Reyna does. Yeah. Uh, um, so after this happened, Reyna runs off because she's embarrassed, and that's when Chandra stops her again, and she's like, stop avoiding your destiny, stop thinking everyone else is better than you, if you team up with me, then you can be the most powerful, and like, very much manipulation tactics, like cult-like leader type yeah, things. Yeah, she's like, you're like my good friend, Reginald. Yeah, and she's like, I can promise you the world, but you can only do it with me. I want to know why these other students weren't taught about shadow magic. So yeah, maybe why did they, they could... not pro- try and, right, maybe they could avoid being manipulated and susceptible. They don't have a magic history class, apparently, and they right. fucking need one. Also, whenever they said that the year was 1939, I thought they were going to say it was Hitler. <laughs> I meant to mention that earlier, but I thought they were going to say it was Hitler. <laughs> I think that's a little much for a children's movie. I, the only thing I think of in, thir- in 1939 was when Hitler invaded Poland. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, Reyna eventually starts giving in to, like, the idea of, like, okay, I guess I'll have to do that because I have no other option. And so, um, she agrees, and then, like, the the shadow kind of circles around her and takes her over. Uh, Nori is, like, running, looking for Reyna, and they tell her that she, like, went into the hall. Well, first they make fun of her, but then they're like, oh, she's in that hall over there. So as Nori opens the door, we get this scary scene for children where- Yeah, Chandra has possessed Reyna, and Reyna has, like, full black demon eyes. Yeah, and she says, we are awake. Yeah, she's like, Raina's not here! <laughs> yeah, and so Nori is like, what's going on? And Raina's like, I am the shadow magic, and I will take over everyone in my own time, and you're first. And Nori's like, okay, I promise to save you, Raina, but I gotta go now. Yeah, it turns out their only class about popping popcorn did not prevent this. <laughs> Damn. Who they- would've thought? <laughs> um, yeah. They could have had, like, a seminar on the first day that's like, hey, guys, 
part of your orientation. They they just thought that the UDMs, that's the problems. The kids who aren't perfect, they're the problems. Yeah, so Nori runs back to the UDMs to tell them what happened. Um, they realize that the shadow magic is going to attack everyone on Founder's Day tomorrow. But they can't um, go tell the headmistress because she won't believe them. Because Nori's been so annoying up to this point that she wouldn't believe anything they say. She wouldn't believe that there's fucking bla- shadow magic. Yeah, so they're like, we must rest up and fight tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to Founder's Day. Uh, the headmaster calls up Reyna to the stage for her presentation. She makes um, a little, like, firework that's like, welcome to Founder's Day. But then she creates this uh, giant fireball, and her, like, shadow gets larger and larger and unleashes, and it sort of creates this, like, shadow monster. Yeah, everyone is running around, like, they're terrified, they don't know what to do. The teachers realize they were wrong about the UDMs. Ah, who fucking thought? Yeah, each of the five houses try to use their magic to stop the shadow monster by, like, calling birds to peck at it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, nothing uh, works. And, and all the all the only thing that the fluxers can turn into are cats and chickens. Yeah. Um but, but the UDMs arrive when all hope is lost. So Pepper is able so because the um flickers tried to like pull the shadow monster toward them, it ended up creating like more shadow monsters. Yeah. So Flicker or Pepper is able to opposite that and put the monster back into one head. Um, Elliot uses smoke to block his vision. Andres causes another distraction. Nori causes another distraction as she turns into a dragon kitten and, like, flies around it, which tangles it. Yeah, they're, that's what they're really going for. So she tangles it enough that it falls down. They all just cause a distraction. Like, that's all they did. They, they tangle it. <laughs> and they it. defeat it. Yeah, it falls down. And then they're all like, okay, we can destroy it now, but Nori won't move. And they're like, why won't she move? And uh, Scriff is like, that's her best friend. You can't destroy and it. And a fellow fucking student. And a child <laughs> who and has child. parents. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ray, or Nori makes this, like, emotional plea uh, to Reyna. To Reyna. Yeah, and she's, like, back in her human form, and all of a sudden, we see this sparkle fireball appear, and it starts getting bigger and bigger, and eventually the shadow is gone. Reyna is left on the ground alone, and Nori comes over, and she, she like, wakes up, and the first thing they do is, like, I was lying to you when I said I was okay. <laughs> I wasn't okay. I wasn't having a good time. And they're like, me too. But I'm having a much better time now. Yeah, me too. And the entire crowd is watching... Now is not the time! Once again, this time it's not even kissing. Now is not the time for your friendship reunion. Just wait. Just maybe, like, get off the stage. Go, like, make sure she's okay. Yeah, so they hug, and then everyone cheers. And like, it's okay. fine. And that's, everything's fine. Um, Nori narrates. So, f- the fucking beginning and ending narration in these Disney Channel movies drives just, me insane. Just show us it's them in class. So, okay, so Nori narrates the UDM program was discontinued. The students join their pr- their respective schools. Um, all the schools sit with each other and mingle with each other. They're not separated anymore. No one fucking cares that Reyna almost killed everyone. Um, and but Shadow Magic is still alive. And there's no apology to the UDMs. What about the past UDMs? Right. <laughs> Hello? No repercussions whatsoever. That's fine. Yeah, we briefly see Shadow Magic is still alive. It wasn't, com- it's never completely gone. Yeah, at the end, I guess they're, again, trying to set them up, set themselves up for a sequel. Mm, it's a no from me. It's gonna be a no from me, dog. Nah. <laughs> so that was Upside Down Magic. Um, I mean, we kind of talked about it. There were definitely Harry Potter parallels we had, but I, 
it was kind of like Tom Riddle, you know, like whenever it's a uh, young, t- hot Tom Riddle from like Chamber of Secrets <laughs> Harry Potter. That was like Chandra, Chandra vibes, whatever, mm-hmm. however you pronounce her name. Manipula- manipulating Ginny. Yeah. Listen, young Tom Riddle? Tom Riddle and Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Not Half-Blood Prince Tom Riddle. <laughs> no, no, no. Tom Riddle No, we're Chamber talking about Chamber of Secrets, Tom Riddle. He could get it. Uh, uh unarguably the hottest character of the Harry Potter universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a fact. Uh, but yeah, it's also very much like Sky High, and I think that this is a better comparison to Sky High, because they're not really doing magic. It's more of, like, powers than it is yeah. magic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. The difference between powers. <laughs> or, like, you're only limited to do- for what you can do. Yeah, but, well, yeah. Like, I mean, they can hone in their skills or whatever, but it's not it's, magic. It's so, like, there's no spells. It's not as glaringly, like, as much of a divide between, like, heroes and sidekicks because the UDNs are so small and no one cares about them. Yeah. But it's still very it's still very similar where, like, oh, like, the people you thought had stupid powers have to come in and save the day. Yeah. Not nearly as good. No, definitely not. <laughs> so, that's Upside Down Magic. Luckily, it was not a musical. I was really scared for a second. I was like, no, God, please, no. How did you rate and rank Upside Down Magic? I gave this a two and a half out of five. It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. Um, I put it number 80 below Up, Up, and Away, a superior power movie. Yeah. <laughs> and above Rip Girls. Yeah, I gave this a 2 out of 5. It wasn't that bad, but I just kind of went by where I felt it went with the movies. Yeah. So, I put it at number 96. Above it was the Sweet Life movie, and below it was the Swap. Next week, we're watching a movie called Spin. Great. I know nothing about it. It may or may not be on time. We cannot make any guarantees. Who knows? I'll try and start watching it, like, tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.